0: Now today's federal newscast, I'm Eric White. A bipartisan group of lawmakers introduce a bill to reduce improper payments. Senators Claire McCaskill, Ron Johnson, and Tom Carper want to simplify regulations so agencies can prevent improper payments. The bill would also create a working group to encourage collaboration between federal agencies and non-federal organizations to reduce fraud and other root causes of improper payments. Agencies would be responsible for developing strategies to accomplish that goal. Twenty-two agencies receive high recognition for managing and tracking performance in financial accountability. The CFO Council, OMB, and Association of Government Accountants hand out the 20th Annual Certificate of Excellence in Accountability Reporting Awards. Thirteen agencies were also given Best-in-Class Awards for specific areas of their reports, including innovative presentation and overall quality. The latest report card on IT reform shows progress in more ways than a bunch of letter grades.
1: Agency progress to improve how they manage and buy technology may not look good on paper, or electronically for that matter, on the Federal IT Acquisition Reform Act or FITARA scorecard, but when you dig into the details, CIOs are making progress. For instance, 87% of all federal IT programs use incremental or agile development. That's up from 58% in 2014. Agencies are on pace to close more than 7,000 data centers out of 12,000 existing ones and save more than $4 billion by September. I'm Jason Miller.
0: NASA's Inspector General is not satisfied with the agency's progress on supply chain risk management. The OIG says weak controls have imperiled the agency's systems and data. For instance, NASA does not require testing of IT and communications products before deploying them. It also relies on internet searches or word of mouth when determining the risks of cyber espionage. Majority members on the House Oversight and Government Reform Committee conduct their own study of agencies' official time use. They ask 24 agencies for information on employees who have used it in the past two years. 12,500 employees used official time at some point in 2017. Democratic members of the committee say there are flaws with the report, but members of both parties agree there are accuracy problems with government-wide official time data. The Senate passes a bill overhauling how Congress deals with sexual assault cases. The bill puts an end to mandatory wait times for handling claims and requires members of Congress who reach harassment settlements to repay the Treasury Department. The bill now goes to the House. Congresswoman Jackie Speer is a critic of the bill, saying it does not go far enough to hold lawmakers accountable. The House passes its version of the biggest defense bill of the year. Federal News Radio Scott Massioni reports.
2: Military service members are one step closer to seeing a 2.6% increase in pay, and the Defense Information Systems Agency could be seeing some reductions. The House passed the 2019 Defense Authorization Bill by a vote of 351 to 66. The bill authorizes $714 billion for the Defense Department in 2019. It also calls for a 25% cut in some agencies like the Defense Information Systems Agency, located in Fort Meade, Maryland. I'm Scott Massioni.
0: The Air Force is doing cost-benefit analysis on who it should keep in the service after the Defense Department announced service members who are unable to deploy must leave the military. Air Education and Training Command Chief Lieutenant General Stephen Quast says the service is using common sense in granting waivers to talented airmen who perform needed roles. The Trump administration proposes rolling back what it deems over-regulation of the commercial space launch industry. More now from Tom Temen in today's management report. A sweeping executive order gives the deregulatory task to the Transportation Department. It calls on DOT to replace prescriptive regulations for commercial launch and re-entry operations with performance-based criteria and to consider a single license to cover all types of launch technologies. The order also seeks to roll back Commerce Department regulations on commercial remote satellite sensing, many of which date to the early 1990s. I'm Tom Tamman. The Office of Personnel Management is observing Employee Health and Wellness Month. OPM reminds agencies of the resources they have to create and advertise activities encouraging federal employees to live healthy lives. OPM wants agencies to highlight this month and the programs the government has to promote health and wellness. And two postal workers who violated the Hatch Act are suspended. The Office of Special Counsel hands one employee a 30-day suspension and the other a 60-day suspension. OSE says one employee handed out signs for a presidential candidate at work. The other shot a video in his postal truck in which he endorsed a candidate for president. Find these stories at federalnewsradio.com and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White.